0: Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast.
1: We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers.
0: So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more.
1: Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us.
0: The struggle to be heard, and not just like standing on top of a table, and screaming at the top of your lungs, right? But that's the that's the confusion that I think people have. They think that that's like I hear you, I hear you. No, you're a lot of the time you're not hearing people.
1: Well, I think there's a lot of the population who feels like the only way they can even attempt to be heard is by standing on top of a table and screaming. And you we're using that as a euphemism, right. obviously, but um, it's so true. There's so many people who are struggling with so many things who just want to be heard.
0: It's, uh, it's just become so relevant over the past couple of years.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's like, you turn on the news every night now, and there's so many different opinions and people are so polarized. Mm. Right. It, it It's incredible. But I was, uh, watching a, uh, uh, an interview on on uh Pbs the other day don't don't at me and tell me how boring i am <laughs> <laughs> but they were talking to a uh a new york Times best-selling author about this and Her name's uh roxanne gay and she's uh struggled with, with with weight she's african-american and uh she's just a great writer it was in short form some of the stuff that i was reading and She wrote a book. I actually went to Barnes and Noble and looked for it. I know I can buy it online.
1: No, but bookstores are great.
0: I actually asked. I I went and asked at Barnes and Noble, and they were like, "No, that's uh, there's not enough demand for that book, so they'll print you and it's called print on demand, right? And you'll get it, you know, relatively soon. Same price, but it's one of those where you're going to have to wait for it. It's probably you're not going to find it in stock anywhere. I was like, I could probably get it digitally, right? Oh, sure. Did you check the library? I did not. I haven't been to a library in a long time. Well, normally You
1: could go scope out the card catalog?
0: Well, n- normally I, I I don't like to read things that are, are too at length. I like short stories. I like essays. I like uh, editorial pieces, things like that. And this is only 106 pages. Well, there you go. So when I found that out, I was like, I would like to read what she wrote about. But it, it is about being heard and how everybody tells you, You know, don't be angry about this or that. And there's nothing wrong with being angry. It's just a matter of how you express yourself because you should be angry about some things. You have a right to be angry about some things.
1: And especially if you've been trying to be heard for a really long time and no one's listening, then you get really angry.
0: And when I say being heard is what we're talking about is somebody... Listening to you, I'm talking about a, a a a profound and deep conversation, listening to you and not judging you and not trying to change your opinion, just listening, right? That's being heard and then recognizing that individual's feelings.
1: It's called empathy. And we all could use a little empathy and <sighs> and could stand to give each other
0: more empathy. right. I mean, I, it bothers me to hear people try to pass judgment on somebody else when they have no idea what they've been through.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Right? I mean, and the older you get, I think anybody in life, you'll start to realize that.
1: Wisdom plays yes. a part in that, I in, think.
0: Life experience, and that brings wisdom, right? So I, I think there's a, a, a big problem today, and it's... The, I can tell you this, and this all falls into this self-care um, and mental health and well-being.
1: By the way, May is Mental Health Awareness
0: Month. It is. It is. So it's no coincidence that, that this was brought up. But it was a very interesting conversation. And it ranged uh, everything from uh, relationships, marriages, right? hmm uh, up into the, some of the more the the social justice and things that we're dealing Absolutely. with in this country right now. I mean, you see, you know, when when I hear people say, "Oh God, they're protesting again," well, rather than just say that and, and look at what you're seeing on television and then complaining about it, why do they keep doing it?
1: Right. What are they? What are they protesting about? Right. Are you are you even considering that?
0: Now there are I understand people that will hijack an idea. And make an ugly scene, but that's not what it's all about at its core. People aren't being heard, mm-hmm. right? They're not. We're not we're, you're not listening to them. These are things that have been going on in this country for hundreds of years, and it's we. You'd think we would have have figured it out. The funny thing is, in the '60s, my mom t- was telling me about this the other night. Uh, again, she's brought this up over the past couple of years. She goes, "When I turn on the television now." It's like I'm watching in the 60s again and I can't figure out why we've come full circle right why are we going backwards? why what's going on right I I, I don't get it I'm and I is what I don't get the part I don't I understand why people are, are are protesting I understand why people are upset on both sides but I don't think either of them are listening to each other what? you can take the most conservative person in this country and the most liberal person in this country and they they seem to have difficult time finding a, a civil discussion <laughs> right because they're they're they won't listen to each other
1: and they're not talking with intent to listen to each other they're talking with intent to change each other's minds right and ba- be right And be correct. They both
0: win. They both think they can fix the other individual. And people don't want to be fixed. No, they want to be heard. Right. So, despite how much you 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 disagree or do agree with it, just listen to them. Draw your own conclusion, but but listen to them because you don't know what they're feeling or Or what what they. I mean, people carry trauma.
1: I was just going to say what they've been through. I mean, think about all of the people that you interact with day to day, whether it be a coworker or the clerk at the grocery store or someone that maybe is even a close friend. People have things that they've been through that you don't know about.
0: Right. It is one of the it's one of the more humbling moments in life when you realize that. I mean, when you when you truly Realize that even when it comes to somebody who has wronged you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. And, and you don't take into consideration, again, why? Mm-hmm. Why did they do that? Right. right. You have to start. And it's hard. I understand, especially until you figure that out. Right. It's hard to think like that, but it's a sign of maturity.
1: Absolutely. But and
0: is what scares me, though, is I run into people and I see people all the time who are my age or even older than me that haven't figured this out that scares me
1: it's it's it takes a lot of inner work to get to that point where you can recognize that even if even someone who's wronged you it it probably happened because of something that they had inside or something that they had experienced that that m- shaped their life and their view of life
0: right when I talk about care like 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 the trauma that people have endured some of it they they never unload they never no. unpack it ever no. ever and that's the, that unfortunately is part of what leads to addiction and things like that right they right. they just won't unpack they're that they're
1: trying to suppress those the feelings and the experiences god
0: i just I was listening to the other day about uh i heard a, a guy break it down and say you know when you're little you take a little boy for example because i re, i really i i could relate to this because i was there once right and he has a bad day he gets bullied or or something happens and he and he comes home and his and his dad and his mom or the family around him just tell him to stand up for himself or or shake it off it's no big deal Topping this or up. that and then he goes into his room And he climbs into his shell and he plays video games because nobody listens to him. And and he's not being heard. And that's his first taste of addiction. Mm. Right? It's something that he can do to soothe himself. And that is because he's not being heard. As simple as it sounds, when you're young like that and you come home and you're concerned and you're fearful, and nobody's taking you seriously and then you carry that with you through life and it it just keeps going and going and going and you always look for something to soothe yourself right and that's the beginning even though it's not a a, a drug of like a like alcohol right. or any narcotics but you'll find something and it happens early in life and then people just they continue with those habits
1: That's scary.
0: So how important is it for parents to listen to their children and make sure that they're being heard?
1: And it's as parents, we are parents, you know, it's like, I think you really get to a point where you start to empathize with your own parents and the experiences that they had raising you. Yeah. Because... We're having our own experiences as people, you and me. Right. And going through things. And like our life is really good. And so I'm not, you know, saying like that we're going through all this terrible stuff. But like, you know, there are stressful things that happen or like something. There's setbacks or things go unexpectedly, whatever. And like we're still really doing trying to do the best we can with our kids. So then you look at at your parents, and maybe they went through some, like, really bad stuff or, like, really hard stuff, and and you can start to empathize with them, realizing that they were doing the best they could in the circumstances that they had.
0: You know, when we talk about people uh, harboring things and kind of living in a shell, it's because it starts when you're very young like that, right? You're not, you don't feel heard. Mm-hmm. Now, if you imagine, because, I mean, I, I look at myself, and I will admit that, uh you know, just being born into the situation that I was, I was at an in, an immediate advantage. It's mm-hmm. not even a question. Oh, me too. I mean, I just, I, I had to work. I did. But I always had things to fall back on, and society in general was on my side. Yeah. Right? So... Even as tough as it was for me, because there were, there's still things you know I remember from my childhood, and just through life that I just buried, right? Like shake it off, mm-hmm. that type of stuff. That's not a good thing to do, and it's, and it's all because you know, that's just think about the difference you can make in one person's life if you make them feel heard.
1: Absolutely, right? And, and like they matter, this, yes, or or like the the part of their story matters. Right. I was actually reading, I was doing some research for um, my, my full-time job is in marketing and I was doing some uh, just looking for some ideas for Mother's Day post. Um, And I came across this story and it's timely, obviously because Mother's Day is this weekend. Um, It was a story about a gay couple and they had children um, in daycare and the daycare was going to be making Mother's Day cards. And the lead teacher called one of the dads and said, would you like your son to make a mother's day card for a grandma or would you like him to do a different activity? And he talked about in this article like how that was the first time that he really felt like his family was seen. Right. And heard and respected. And it was just that simple thing that a teacher did and he said my mom is now the proud owner of the her first homemade Grandma Mother's Day card from our son. And it was just love, a really uh, cool story about just simple things that, like, making people feel seen and heard can make a big impact, even if it's small. Right. To
0: you. And and one thing, and I, I talk about this all the time, the media as we know it today is not helping this situation. And the reason, and I believe this, the reason they don't want to help it is because they want they want conflict, and I can tell you this. And you and I, when we were radio doing radio, our morning show together for years, and I'm not kidding. I'm not just saying this. We had one of the best radio consultants in the country. The guy won major market awards across the board, right in Denver. He had the number one country station for how many years? He won the CMA Long awards. Time. Yeah, and it was Long just time. It was it, it was phenomenal, and he said something that stuck with me that he taught me, he goes, you want people to listen? You, and he goes, just watch what's, watch what everybody else is doing at the highest level. He goes, you need conflict. People love conflict, right? Whether, and it's, I mean, at the simplest form, sure. if he used with me, he was, he used the example of Seinfeld. He goes, Seinfeld's funny, right? Lighthearted, a show about nothing. But in every episode, they have conflict because it makes a great story. Yep. Right, and the news, specifically the networks, right, and the and the news networks want conflict, and they want to take a side, and they want they they want it to continue what? because it's it makes for great ratings for them because it gives people a chance. Well, is what they're doing is they're telling these people what they want to hear. Well, and it's,
1: it's, then you add the social media element and then you give people a platform to witness the conflict and then have their own platform To share their opinion on the conflict, which you know, twenty years ago we didn't have, but it's like the is it Don Henley "Dirty Laundry"? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The lyrics of that are so accurate. It is. It's people want dirty laundry. They want it aired out, and they want to feel. I think it makes people feel like better about themselves.
0: Right. And and I don't like it when uh, people because. uh, Talk, you know, complain about the way we communicate now. You know, nobody goes and visits anybody. Nobody actually calls anybody on the phone. It's all email or text messages, or they battle it out on social media because they don't want to face each other. There's truth to some of that. There's the keyboard warriors that are out there. I think I would like to see more people be able to sit down and have a civilized Mm -hmm. conversation. But when you've never done that, Right? And you've never witnessed anybody around you do that. And all you know, like a lot of young people, is what we're seeing today. It makes for a pretty dire situation when yeah. you think about the future. It does. Right? Because we're just not listening. We're not, we're not hearing people.
1: And do you think that that has to do a little bit just on a personal basis? Like the time that you grew up? Like, I don't feel like I was given proper tools. And I I just think this was the era and society. I wasn't given proper tools to, in a healthy, productive way, share my feelings or even feel my feelings. It was very much like, be tough, be strong, right. shake it off. You're fine. People have it worse than you. There's a lot of people with it worse. Um where like my feelings were never acknowledged or or justified. Right. And so I and I don't know if that was just a personal thing or if that was just how it was then.
0: Yeah, it's uh I mean I I grew up in a pretty stoic family. Right? My dad was stoic, my my grandfather was as well. They didn't they didn't talk a lot about I mean, if either of them could hear me conversing like I am now I think my dad would have been somewhat proud I think you would have my grandfather would have been like well that's not George I don't even
1: did I ever tell you about the time that it was just me and your dad on the screen porch and I can't remember how long ago it was and I don't anyway it was just the two of us and he said Jessica what made you fall in love with my son and I was like, whoa. Yeah, what are like... you doing?
0: Where did where, that come from? right <gasps> huh? we're just
1: like sitting there and I was like, um, and it totally caught me off guard because that is, is, it's just not something I was would ever have expected him to ask.
0: Well, he didn't, he, he was like I am.
1: You know? He just, just asked
0: the question. He just asked. Right. And I was
1: like, and I, you know, I answered him, but it was like, whoa, it just totally threw me because I grew up, we didn't talk about, I mean, there was a lot of love
0: right, in my family. right.
1: And we were close, but it, you didn't just sit around and talk about your feelings.
0: Right, right. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, I, I outside of my dad. It was a pretty, again, I use the word stoic because that's what they believed. Most of the men that I grew up with in my family believed that feelings and, you know, especially like. Emotion. You know, yeah, emotion in general was something that was for women and children, I know that sounds crazy, but that is that is what they believed, and that was how I was supposed to act. And I, you know what? I was I played the tough guy mm-hmm. for years, right? And then I, I just think again through life experience, I changed, mm-hmm. and that's good. By the way, It you, is. listen, we're all growth
1: is good. Yeah, change is good.
0: We all have flaws, but. I, When you and I through uh, the past couple of years, you know, through the pandemic, then we watched the social, uh, the civil unrest unfold in Minneapolis and all of these other things. And I'm not, I'm not, please don't, I'm not going to make this a discussion about the individuals involved, but I can tell you this. I, I looked at it different than a lot of people around me because. I had served, again, one of my experience in the Marine Corps. You take a kid out of rural northern Minnesota in a conservative, small, all-white community. Mm-hmm. I mean, if if any man of color, regardless, was even seen roaming the streets of the small towns I grew up Same in. Same with mine. You stopped and looked and like, who's that? Right? So- when I arrived at, at you know in boot camp and then you know uh, infantry school and just beyond, and Camp Pendleton, I got to my unit. And here I am sitting there with young African-American men who grew up in inner city Chicago, Detroit, East Los Angeles, some some of the Hispanic young men I grew, I served with, and all of these, and I, I got to know them, and we would have some deep conversations at night. We would be out in the field with each other. For weeks, sometimes mm-hmm. months on end, and there was nothing out there. But we would bring books, but you want to talk about talk, I mean conversation yeah. and listen. And when I heard them talk about the way that they grew up and the way that they were treated and what was waiting for them back home, which they a lot of them didn't want to go back because mm-hmm. there was nothing waiting for them, right? And it was uh it was a very eye-opening experience, and it's hard, despite what you despite how you try to educate somebody or teach them this or that to sit down and have meaningful conversations like that and just listen. I had a different outlook on what was going on with the social justice thing because I, I thought back to them specifically one kid from Chicago, his name was Willis. And he was uh he had, he had had with me the 400 years discussion because I didn't get it. I was from Northern Minnesota and I was, Light, right and I had everything in front of me and he explained to me the whole thing and how it was today and how you know he didn't he didn't want handouts he didn't want anything he just wanted equal treatment mm-hmm. but he didn't get it and I I can I can testify I saw it with my own eyes even at points when I was in the service but to listen to them just sit and listen rather than judge them up front like most of the people that I Grew up with, right? If if you would have just sat him down in a bar somewhere near where I grew yeah. up, they wouldn't have listened because they would have already made up their mind, right, right. not listening and understanding. So that's just one example, right? And that goes that you you can flip that even into your own home. Are you listening to your spouse? Right. Right. Are you or are you just nodding your head or and doing doing? what you need to do to make them happy because you don't want to get into a conversation. Mm -hmm. And even when you have that conversation, do you really listen? Because sometimes you don't need to say anything. Process it, understand them, and then move forward and let your actions speak for you.
1: Right, and remember what they said. Yes. And be respectful or at least like try and understand where they're coming from in the future
0: right and i think one of the uh one of the big issues and again i'm I'm not i don't want to get into a fight about sides but one of the biggest issues in today's world is women's rights as well absolutely and you know what and you know this about me my whole mindset on that changed when we had clara (laughs) want to give you a quick update on my uh, fitness journey. I know this sounds funny to a lot of people, but I actually am working with a personal trainer. And I've said for years, when I was serious about my health and fitness, I knew one man I was going to call. And it was John Jameson at JP Fitness right here in Mankato. And he has hooked me up with one of his fantastic personal trainers. And I go to JP Fitness, which is, again, I'm not one of the guys that wants to go to the, 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 uh, Budget gyms with all the muscle heads and listen to the grunts and the groans. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying, right? I really enjoy the community at JP Fitness. And I'll tell you, at one the first day I worked with Brett, who's my, my, my personal trainer, it was about a four-day recovery because he got me to work so many different muscles that I hadn't worked for years, if ever. And he knows what I want to do. I'm not there to look like a young Arnold Schwarzenegger. I want to be more mobile, more fluid motion. I want to be fit, right? I want to be more defined and I want to do it right. And And I found the right place and that's JP Fitness. And
1: that's the thing about going to see a personal trainer, especially the ones at JP Fitness, is you, they're super respectful of your goals and also your body. Right. So if you're like, I'm so sore, I can't. Get up the steps. They're like, well, then you need to rest your muscles right. and give it a few days, and we'll get back at it. Like yeah. the other morning, I was, I I have a an old shoulder injury, and I was doing a lifting bench press, and I I couldn't do it, and I stopped. And Brett said, if it hurts, stop. Right, like don't don't injure yourself. And and it's just that like mutual respect that the trainers have, kind of along the lines of. Our show this morning. Yeah. And
0: uh, honestly, I was intimidated at even the thought. And when you're when you're gonna go see the staff at JP, you don't have to be intimidated because they they're not listen, they know that we're all different and we're at different stages of our life, and they've got it figured out. I'm telling you, if you want a serious commitment to your health and fitness and it's something custom fit for you, go see John Jamison and the crew at JP Fitness. Uh, Right here in Mankato, about to open, here soon anyways, a second location, which I'm really looking forward to.
1: Yeah, the 24-7 location is uh, opening here very soon, jpfitnessmn.com. You can check out the class schedule, see the team, and uh, it's really going to be great for you.
0: All right, and also playing right along along those lines with Healthy Living, we have been working with the CBD centers right here in southern Minnesota, Mankato specifically, and of course, Wasiga, which is right down the road from us. But CBD has been something that you and I have found is a great alternative to drinking alcohol.
1: Yeah, they've got the great water, a couple different flavors of that, which we've been mixing up with tonic on the weekends. And uh, something else that we've discovered at the CBD centers that I'm super excited about because we were just talking about this is the mushroom coffee.
0: But, yeah, you, Last week, I was like, where do I find any of that? Matt literally shows up a couple of, I've known Matt for 20 years He's the own, own, right? he, one of the he owns, owners of he's the one of the owners centers. he shows up and I asked him about the mushroom coffee and he goes well we actually are now producing that it's called boomers i'm telling you it's because i don't like i get the jitters and obviously i've battled high blood pressure throughout my life so i don't like the traditional loads of caffeine that people like to get into to kind of get up and stay focused and get started with their work day so I was intrigued by the mushroom beverage, mushroom based, and if you want more of the tech stuff, log on to their website. We have a link on ours, and or or go talk to them. Go talk yeah, to they're them. They're
1: super knowledgeable. But
0: I, f- I I I tried that. It's called Boomers. I like the peppermint flavor. It's fantastic. It helps me get up, energized, and focus. And I don't have the caffeine effect.
1: Great coffee alternative at the CBD centers in Southern Minnesota. Yes. Yeah. It did. it did.
0: And I and I also witnessed the things that you went through in broadcast. Right. Right. And, and it wasn't a rose garden for you. And I watched. I watched the best women often get passed over because that's because they were women. That's it. I watched it happen. I knew it was happening. I was even privy to being around some of it when it was discussed. But I I didn't, I wasn't, you know, nobody asked for my opinion. or I was just there.
1: And it happens all the time. And uh, like, like you referenced, um, you know, I mean, I am a a white woman. I was born into a a family, a a farm family. I'm, you know, traditionally pretty. I'm thin. Like, you know, I have all of these privileges and I understand that and I recognize it. But that doesn't mean that I'm without challenges right. in my life, and and my career in broadcast was riddled with them, um, mostly at the hands of powerful men. Sure, yeah, I know. Um, and there's obviously a lot of talk about women's rights currently. Sure, with current events. Yeah, and you're you're starting to see a lot of women telling their stories. Yeah. not anonymously, and a lot of them for the very first time right? telling their stories and giving a face and a name to these things that, that have been held secret for so long. And it's really powerful. It is. And it's very brave that they're doing that because for everyone that is brave enough to tell their story, there's hundreds, thousands that aren't there yet. and And they're looking at these women and appreciating what they're doing. And, and you're seeing a lot of that right now with the current events.
0: We're living through uh, some crazy times right now. It, it, is it, that what
1: we're calling it? it well, it,
0: it, it, <laughs> it does have a feel like it's a season of change. And, but is what kind of, I I don't want to go back Right. right? I was going to say, so, it changed
1: to what end? No I,
0: I think, no, I, no, I think that people are voicing their opinions.
1: Instead of just and, yeah, they're, they're not letting gonna, things happen. Right.
0: They're not just sitting back and mm-hmm. taking it anymore. Yeah. Right? And that goes back to the, and God, here we go again. Well, this always works its way into the conversation, but the great resignation. Yes. Im- <laughs> employees don't feel like they're being heard. Mm-hmm. When they bring their concerns to their employers- they get the head nod, and oh, here's here's some donuts. I'm not kidding. No, I know this and is exactly some of the stuff that you and I faced when we tried to confront management, even at the highest level. Even more so at the highest level. Nod your head, smile. We'll get, but you don't do anything about it.
1: It's crazy because my first job in radio, I had some really terrible experiences. Um, With management and um, I finally went to the own. It was a locally owned group, which is unheard of, but it was. And I finally like worked up this courage and I had like talked to my parents and like talked to like some trusted adults. I was young and I I worked up this courage and I went and I talked and I told my story and I was honest and I got
0: fired. That's the, yeah. (laughs) See, that's a and great example. And now I look
1: back and I'm like, what the hell?
0: But now, but here's the question I'll, I'll ask you. What did that do to you and your and your course of action the next time you faced that same? I didn't say same- a word. Yes.
1: I didn't say that's any. That's why. I was terrified. See? You- I was 22 right. years old and I didn't say a word. I got bullied again. Yeah. And I, I was like, well, I can't say anything because if you say something, you get fired.
0: Even by other women. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I, I witnessed it myself. And, uh, you know, I, I just, when all of the, when the past couple of years have unfolded, I mean, with COVID and then again, the, the, the civil unrest and just on down the line. I st- tried to take into consideration that everybody is an individual and they all have a story. Mm-hmm. And I tried to remember that when all the uh, the mandates and and the and the lockdowns were in place i was thinking about that because there's some people that are immune compromised that literally this is a life and death matter for them despite what you think and you know what most of america and i'll i'll admit this most of america will be fine with about with covid you're yeah, going you're going to yeah. get over it you're not it's you know you most of us will be fine
1: but that's but, like now if you see someone wearing a mask, just don't worry about
0: it. Yeah. You do, honestly, you. Do, he could be in the early, if, even if he doesn't look like it, he could have just left his first chemo treatment.
1: Or maybe his right? child a, is sick. Right. Or his wife is sick. Or there, he's taking care of an elderly family member, a loved one. Like who can't, leave him alone.
0: Just stop and think. Right, and I know that sometimes that's a hard pill to swallow. But the more you do it, and, and, and I think that you, you start to realize, and you well, you get smarter, you learn, you get wiser. Yeah. Right. It's so. It just drives me nuts that I was like, "Do I even?" I'll, I'll be honest, I even hesitated. And you and I own this podcast. Correct. We we own everything that we do now. For the first time in our years, in our careers. In all these years, I don't have to answer to anybody. And if people don't want to listen, they don't have to listen, right? And I'm at that point where I'm tired of just taking a back seat and trying to make everybody happy. I certainly don't want to offend people, but I got to tell you where I stand.
1: Yeah, and that has been a an interesting change for us because we spent so many years in— mass media where your job is to literally appeal to the masses and not, and it wasn't, like you just smile and nod.
0: Right. And it's not just because of the way things are now. I mean, if you're not familiar with how radio works and when you hear one guy on it locally on four or five different stations, you're not imagining that. And at the same point, like you and I voice tracked out of market. So, it could be anywhere. You, you have to remember who you're talking to, and you have to be really good at tiptoeing through this minefield, because that's what it is. You say one wrong thing, and you offend one wrong person, doesn't matter. Any, nothing matters. You just, you get zapped. Yeah, right? um, completely. So I get. I mean, I'm just, I didn't want to live under a gun like that, right? I just, and, and it's not, I never ever had anybody come at me like that, because I was, Good at tiptoeing through the right. minefield. And it's right.
1: There was like, oh, you know, think about who you're talking to. Think about who you're talking to. And a lot of um silencing. Right. In that way. Like, you know, you don't want to you don't want to make anybody mad. You don't want to upset anyone if they don't agree with you. And I don't talk to a friend And I don't I don't like confrontation. So that was never my intention. But it it is hard when you feel like you can't. Say what you really feel. Well, you know
0: what? The thing about it is now I can say this. If you disagree with me, I respect you Absolutely. for that. And I would love to have a conversation with you. I'd sit down, have a cup of coffee down at the filling station, right? I would do that and talk with you. And I would I would not think any less of you because I would want to know why you feel that way.
1: That's right. the and, key. And like what experiences have you had? Right. Like, what is your life? What has shaped you? And made you the person that you are. I think that that's such a fascinating thing to dig into. Not just like, hey, how are you? What's your job? Where'd you go to college? But like, really talk to someone.
0: Right, right. Don't have the sales conversation with somebody, (laughs) right? But
1: it's a a hard thing to get to a a deep conversation level with a person.
0: Well, you have to have two willing participants, Mm -hmm. right? And I, I will say this. We're fortunate. To live in a wonderful community. Yes. I mean, we do. We, don't, yes, we, don't, we do. We don't have the problems. I love the state of Minnesota. I love the town we live here in Mankato. I love all the people. And I like the fact that a lot of them are willing to open up and have conversation. I think there could be more, and I wish there would be. But I wish we would all stop yelling at each other and then drawing a conclusion and alienating some with somebody and never talking to them mm-hmm. again because you disagree with them. Right. Find out why they believe if they're willing to share, but make them feel comfortable. And remember, I think you know when when people when I say people want to be heard again, they want a they want you to listen to them without talking at them.
1: Or trying. And they don't want to be change their right. opinion or and, their mind.
0: And they don't want to feel judged, mm-hmm. right? So I mean, it's just something to consider. And, uh, you know, again, it was, you know, here we are now, how many weeks are we into this? This uh, is episode 40. This is
1: episode 40. Right. So. Empathy and kindness. Just it, throw that stuff around like glitter.
0: Yes. You would be surprised if, honestly, if you treat somebody with respect, dignity, compassion, I love, I'm telling you, and if people think that I'm, that this is bizarre when I tell them this, but I, I reference what I learned in the service a lot. And I remember my commanding officer Telling me when I left, right before I was being discharged, he said, I'm going to, I'm going to give you a, a great piece of advice here. He said, the, 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 the most important leadership quality you will have in life, regardless of where you go is compassion. Remember that if you, if there's one thing I want you to take with you, it's that. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I did, I took it to heart. And uh, my dad was a super compassionate person. Oh,
1: my gosh, he was. He was.
0: Much more so than even I. I think I inherited a bit of his father's uh, bravado, if you will. But I just, I'm learning to be more, right? And I think that that is the key to, to trying to bring America together because, boy, do we need it.
1: We need something. We
0: really need it. They're already talking about the fight for the midterm elections coming up. Get out and vote, but by, by all means, please have civilized conversation. And before you draw, you know, draw any conclusions or make up your mind on any topic, sit down and listen to the others and find out why they have the opinions or the beliefs that they do.
1: And if you find people who want to have a deep conversation with you, then consider yourself fortunate.
0: Yes. Yeah, we, we need more of it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There, I got that off my chest on a Friday Ooh, morning. It feels
1: good. It's it does, be a doesn't good it? weekend. And-
0: so, yeah, it is. It's going to be a fantastic weekend. By the way, if you need any reason to cheer up, you're looking at the next week's forecast. It's going to feel a whole lot. I know. A whole lot like summer.
1: I hope Sunday cooperates for Mother's Day.
0: Right now, it doesn't look it like doesn't
1: it. It doesn't look great. Lo-
0: locally, it looks like it's going to be gray and rainy. And I know, but that's maybe okay. It's still so good. That's it,
1: fine. It, it, it's. I, I wish all of the moms and grandmas and dog moms and aunts and godmothers and stepmoms and everyone who's like a mom to someone a wonderful, wonderful weekend.
0: How many moms are out there who really never had anybody to just listen? <laughs> <laughs> right?
1: A, a lot. <laughs> right. A lot. Maybe that's what mom needs.
0: <laughs> maybe besides the card, the flowers and gifts, maybe mom just wants... To be heard. You know what's funny?
1: What? This is this is kind of an aside because it is Mother's Day weekend. Like there was a long time when there we like we would ask people on our radio show, like, Oh mom, what do you really want for Mother's Day? And everyone would be like, Oh, an ambient in a hotel room. And it yeah. was like this joke. Right. And I think it's probably because of the last two years and like spending so much time with the kids. And now our routine has changed pretty dramatically. Where I'm working a full-time office job, and I'm gone a lot, and we're we're kind of like, pardon the expression, but like balls to the walls from the time we wake up until the time we go to bed. Yes. And I'm like, this year, I just want to spend time with my family. Right. <laughs> I want to see my mom. I want to see my grandma. I want to sit and right. visit. I want to slow down. I want to hold my kids on my lap. So I will pass on the ambient in the hotel room this year. Right. Maybe it's because there's a trip to Las Vegas on the horizon that's, <laughs> that I know I get to have my relaxation. But I don't know. I'm just looking forward to uh, quality time this weekend.
0: Yeah. Make sure you sit down and tell mom that you love her. And, you know, and, and me, I understand that it. It, it, it means a lot more than you think. Right. I, you know, I, it's something I've always found it very difficult to do up to this point in my life. Right. I, but I remember I, uh, you know, some of my biggest regrets is not letting people know how I felt about them and then they're gone and it's too late.
1: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: So not to get you down. I'm just saying no. I want you to make sure to remember mom this weekend. I uh, make sure you tell her, even if you can't go see her, get her on the phone. Yeah. Tell her you love her. Send her a card. It, it, it does mean a lot. And uh, remember to treat everybody respectfully.
1: Empathy Please. and kindness and compassion. That's the <laughs> message.
0: Hear them okay? You can follow us. Our website should have, I know there were some technical issues earlier this week. And even yesterday, if you went to our web and tried to some, I don't know what was going on. The beeps
1: weren't talking to the boops. Yeah, we're working on. So
0: it. I, there was a lot of obviously, I can tell that Apple and Spotify and all of them are up. There but was like a
1: nationwide outage. Yeah, it was not with us. One of the providers that affected a ton of podcasts. So I'm sure you're familiar with other of your favorite podcasts. I know we're your favorite, but your other favorite podcast <laughs> um, probably had some bumps this week too. So thanks for sticking with us, and right. uh, hopefully they're all getting ironed out.
0: You will find us at georgeandjess.com of course george and jess podcast on facebook and uh, instagram as well and if you want to follow my bird chronicles george underscore jess one on tiktok <laughs> there you go have yourself a fantastic weekend and again make sure you uh, give mom a ring
1: happy mother's day